God, I thank you for your magnificent power, Lord. I thank you for who you are, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing, Lord, right now, Father God. Hide Robert behind the cross and have your way today right now, Father God. Touch the people of God to hear the word of God, Father God, that we will do the will of God in our lives, applying it to your life, applying it to our lives in your way. Lord, have your way today, right now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Have a seat, have a seat. You know, the Lord is good, amen? And he's good all the time. And I'd like to thank the Lord for this opportunity to stand here before you. If you, if you knew me when, you would be so surprised to see what God is doing now. If you knew me when. And every now and then, I like to share my testimony, but I got a limited, amen? Because I don't want everybody looking at me with the side eye. But look, God is good, amen? God is good. He give you a reason to praise him. He give you a reason not to keep silent, but to always worship him. Always worship him. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. I'm thanking him that I have this opportunity. I like to thank the pastor in his absence. Even thanking me worthy to even stand here before you. Before you. I, I like to go right into prayer because my nerves are jumping. My heart is on fire. I'm excited, amen? I bring this for sweat. Sometimes I got to fill it up with tears. Not because of what I'm going through, but what the Lord has brought me through. Can I testify for a moment? God is so awesome. You know how to give you exactly what you need. When you need it, to bring you through the toughest times of your life. People don't even know they're standing in the gap, but God is using them. God is using them. God will use people to stand in the gap for you, and you don't even know it. They don't know it until you have to sit back and look back over your life. And you, as the songwriter saying, think things over. And I thank God for those people that God put in my life. Amen. I thank God for that. I thank God for my beautiful wife. My sweet tea. You don't know. It was a desire for mission work that brought my wife and I together. It was a desire to do God's will that brought me and my wife together. I don't have time to tell a story, but it's amazing what God can do. It was that desire, amen, that desire, and he brought her to me, someone I needed in my life, amen. You can walk with the Lord, amen. You can study his word, you can carry your Bible, but life got a way of jumping on your back every now and then, amen. And when God sends you a help meet, amen, I ain't preaching my heart, I got to stop that, but because we got to move forward, I thank her. I thank God for the beginning and the end. In my life, if you don't know, you will know. And that's Genesis and Malachi. The beginning and the end of the Old Testament they are. But they are the beginning of things started new for me in my life. One thing to have a beautiful wife is another thing to have a beautiful daughter looking up at you. Oh, man, you don't know what that means. If you don't have one, it's just crazy. Some of the situations I get into in life, I say, man, what would Jenny say to me if she caught me doing something like that? I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. God uses people to buffer you. 
to strengthen you. Amen? Amen. I want my son to look up to a man of God to do the will of God so that in times that he comes, he's going to come into some bumps in the road that he knows exactly what to do. Or even that he saw what to do. Amen. We got to train them up. We got to train them up. I got to testify for a second. Uh, Mom and Pop Burrell, thank you for coming. Y'all don't know Mom and Pop Burrell, but I know Mom and Pop Burrell. Because God will put people in your life to fill in the gap when you're missing something. When you need someone to talk to. Pop don't know what it means when he's uh, when he's talking about the goodness of God. You know, he, he's a blessed man, and he said, "You know what? I can't believe that you know, this young guy from North Philly to be in this position, and it gives me the opportunity to see what God can do, where God can bring you from, and to strengthen you where you need." A little, a little uplift. You know, you need to see it sometimes. Y'all don't know what's going on. And I'm going to get to the word, amen. I really am. Because this word is about everything I'm talking about, amen. It's about everything. I'm, I'm going to get to it. And, and the people that God puts in your life to uplift you, to build you up. And as the years go by, they're still there. There's a lot of people not here. A lot of people are not in your corner like they said they would be. But then there, there, there are others. Amen. Pastor Price and Sister Connie. Brother Butcher. Sister Butcher. The families. You don't know. You guys don't know how far and how deep this thing goes. They don't even know what they mean to me. And how God uses them to build. Because even though you're on solid rock, I'm still a man. I'm standing on a solid rock. Brings me on to the title of the message. Is don't let what you see mean more than what you know. Don't let what you see mean more than what you know. It's so important. It's so important. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man, and I love the Lord and all that He's doing. And I got I got I, I got to do some uh, I got to do some work, some cleanup work for a friend of mine. I, I call him a friend sometimes. <laughs> Minister Will, Minister Will. We want to thank Sister Paula for everything she's done, everything she's done for that picnic day. You know, it's, it's some people are just, just tirelessly working. You just never know. You don't know how much goes on behind the scenes to make things happen. Amen? And Sister Paula and her other drill sergeants, Sister Jackie, <laughs> Sister Vicky, Sister T, they give Minister Will a way to go. <laughs> and I sit back and laugh. <laughs> and I be quiet, too. <laughs> Because I don't want them coming after me. Just want to thank them for all that was done. You just, you just never know how much is, is, is happens behind the scenes for things to, to come to fruition. Uh, don't let what you see me more than what you know. I'm going to be reading to you uh, from Acts and uh, chapter 16. 
I, and, and I do have to apologize to my brother B in the sound room there. So he, 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 he works hard, too, to make things happen. You know, all the things you see on the screen, he's, you know, he's not a, a magician or anything like that. Amen? You have to prepare him for it. And so the, the, my message is actually maybe 12, 14 verses long, but I only gave them five verses to read, and I gave him the other seven verses. So he was like, what is going on? So I'm sorry, Bing. I didn't mean to confuse you because I sit back there, and I know what that means. We want to go to Acts 16. Amen? Acts 16, I want to go to uh, verse 18. It says, In many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned aside, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And it came out the same hour. The same hour. See, Paul was doing something to free her from a spirit. And how about I share with you? You know what? You can do the right thing the wrong way. You can do the right thing at the wrong time. And that's what this is all about. You can't get ahead of what God would have you to do today. But in our excitement, see, and that's why I keep an uh, outline. Because I can get excited about this word, amen? I get excited. I, I can fall. I get emotional. Because I know how the word applied to my life, what it does, what it has done. And, and you need an outline to, to, to stay on track. And Paul needed to stay on track. Amen. But it says that he got excited. He was uh, frustrated. He was grieved, the word says in the King James Version. And he acted out of his frustration. Amen. And we need to let... Don't let what we see mean more than what we know. When you know the word of God, no matter what you see in your life, it shouldn't affect what you already know. Amen? I mean, it's easier said than done, but it can be done if we do what is said. Amen? Because we can look, we can look at the situation all day long, and it can look as bleak as it wants, wants to look. But if you know Jesus, like I know, and you got to make it personal, Amen? Like, I know Jesus. It's one thing to be saved. It's another thing to have a personal relationship. I learned that. It's another thing to have a personal relationship. Uh, I want to make sure. Did I cover everything? Yes, I did. No, I didn't. Okay. So, I want to go back to Acts. Acts 16. I want to read uh, 25 to 30. Which they read, and at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoner heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awakened out of his sleep, and seeing the door, the prison doors open, he drew his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do thyself. No harm, for we are all here. Then he called for light, sprang in, trembling, and fell down to Paul and Silas, and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Sometimes we'd have to go through something before we come to what we need. Amen? Amen. You have to go through. And some people come out and they say, what must I do to be saved? Only because they get emotional. Amen? 
you know, you heard the song that grandma used to sing. They crime rolling down the aisle and, and they give their life to the Lord. Knowing their way out, they make it straight to the bar and do what they've been doing. Just emotion. But see, when you get to that point in your life, when you have no other place to go, when you see no way out, when you're looking over what you're going through, and then you learn something about God, and you can't let that get in the way, but still you have to live by what you already know. And this is what was going on there, amen? This is what was going on there. When the jailer seen the situation, the situation looked bleak for him, so bad that he wanted to kill himself. So bad that he wanted to kill himself. But see, when you know Jesus, it don't matter what it looks like, it don't matter what you went through, you got something more powerful than what you see. You got something more powerful than what you see. Amen? You know, sometimes, you got parents, parents with kids, parents with church kids, you know? How about I show you something? There was a, on a, on a Sunday in the Midwest church, you know? They are uh, having church, and one parent had a kid, and the kid's just acting up. You know what I mean? Just acting up. And, you know, parents, 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 kids, I want you all to hear this. Parents really want to take you and whip you right there in front of everybody and 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 while they're beating you they want you to be quiet while they're doing it oh this is a public announcement i'm just saying i forgot we online <laughs> that's what they really want to do amen and so while this child was acting up the parent couldn't do that so they do what good parents do they picked up the child and was walking to the door and the closer and closer they got to the foyer, you know, when you can close the door behind, closer and closer they got to the foyer, the kid had something to say. He looked back and said, Jesus, save me. <laughs> Pray for me. There are many times we look at situations and we can get caught up, amen? These times we look at our situation and we wonder, how did we get there? How did we get caught up in this? And, and when you think about the whole thing, you know exactly how you got there. You know exactly what you did. You know exactly the decisions you made. You know exactly the people you offended. You know exactly what you were doing at the time. Amen? It sounded good at the time, but the outcome is not always what you want it to be. Amen? And then, and then, and then you start to wondering, how can I get out of this, or how can I get out of that? Amen? So... Earlier in the chapter, Paul and Silas was just sharing a word. Amen. In verse 16, it says, And it came to pass, they went and they went to prayer, and a certain damsel possessed of the spirit of divination, which is mean of a foreteller, met, met us and brought us uh, and brought her masters much gain. The same followed Paul and, cry, and Silas, crying, These men, servants of the most high God, show us the way to salvation. Show us the way to salvation. See, she had foretelling spirits, evil spirits in us, but evil spirits recognize the power of Jesus Christ. Evil spirits recognize the power of the Holy Ghost. Evil spirits recognize God. If only we did, we would be so much better. But evil spirits recognize and so she kept getting on their nerve and kept following them. And like I said, Paul got frustrated. Amen. Paul got frustrated. But all she was doing really was telling the truth about the power of God. 
And we can get in the way of what God is doing because we don't like how it's happening. Amen? Maybe they didn't say my name. Maybe I didn't call getting called up for the position I thought I should have. They didn't give me no title. You're doing the work of the Lord. God is getting glorified. And you worried about you? You worrying about how it make you feel? You worrying because she's running her mouth? All she's doing is telling them who's in you and what he's doing and talking about the most high God, the word that you're sharing, and you get frustrated. That's what happened to Paul. He moved ahead of what God would have him to do. So guess what? God's word will not return to him void. It will accomplish that which he sent it out to do. No matter what you have to go through, no matter how many roadblocks you run into, no matter how many times you deviate from the plan of God, the detour is going to bring you back to where God meant for you to go. But you may get a detour because the God we serve does not fail us. Amen. Has not lost one battle. Amen. Even when God gets the glory, we can get in the way. So, so like I said, in 18, Paul was grieved and he turned aside, commanded the spirit, come out in the name of Jesus. Guess what? When you do things in the name of Jesus, it has to happen. And you say, well, look, you know, I prayed. I'm telling you, I prayed for my mom to live, right? I prayed for my mom to be healed. Guess what? She's alive in Jesus Christ. She's healed for forevermore, eternally healed. God will answer your prayer. It may not be the way you want to, but God will answer your prayer. He will give you exactly what you're looking for, exactly what you need. If you pray his word back to him, he will make it come to pass. God ain't playing. God is serious about his word, amen? And he wants his word to be in you. He don't want you to let the situation you see in get in the way of what you know. Don't let it get in the way of what you know. You may not like the outcome, but it's for your good. And it's for his glory. What's more important, amen? Nothing. Nothing. So you see, it says all things work out, work out for the good of those that, call, that love God, called according to his purpose. All things, no matter how good or how bad, it's going to work out for your good if you know God, if you know his word, if you know him. If you know him, you don't have to worry about your situation. You don't. It says all things. Romans 8, 28, amen. So yeah, now every, every, every now and then we look at the situation and say, you know, these things, they just ain't work out the way I want them to. Amen? Sometimes you, you read that word and you question. You say, well, well, some things, some, th no, 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 tell your neighbor, all things. All things. Even the things you don't like. Let me tell you something. See, as people, you got to be of a certain age to know what I'm talking about. We don't torture kids the way they tortured us. Amen? <laughs> we don't. You had to take some castor oil. Anybody have to do that? Oh, my kids don't know what that means. <laughs> Maybe I, just, I don't even know where to get it from. I don't even know where they got it from. Amen. But it was for our good. Amen. As a matter of fact, it did just like the word. It brought up the, the nasty, the filthy, the, the vile stuff up out you. Amen. So that the good can go in. I'm, it's unbelievable when you think about it. Amen? I'm going to find me some cash. I know Google can get it. Amazon got to have it. Amen? My kid's going to learn. See, so, sometimes we got to let go and let God. We make our situations worse when we act like we in charge. 
It's easy to try to act like you're in charge. You know, I'm, I'm dad in the house. I'm getting my Fred Sanford walk. Or George. No, that's all. I'm dad in the house. And you know, and every now and then you got to be big daddy. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to say what nobody else wants to say. It's going to hurt everybody's feelings in the house. But you got to do what God has called you. As for me and my house, I don't care how unpopular it is. As for me and my, I don't care how much my kid's not going to like it. As for me and my, you're going to go to bed at a certain time, Genesis and Malachi, amen. As for me and my house, T, I love you, baby, but we got to go to bed, amen. That's my sweet T. I love her. Sweet, sweet as can be. Every now and then she want to watch a movie at late at night. I don't have time for that. I got to get up at 430, amen. I love her, I love her, I love her. I can't watch Queen Sugar, amen? I ain't got time for it. I ain't going to say the series that's coming out that we got to watch tonight. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. But I'm trying. But look, God is good, amen? Because no matter what it looks like, if you don't let that overrule what you know, you're going to be all right. Uh, May 19th was the last day I worked. I don't know what the day is, but it's been a long time. So, Lord, and, you know, I'm, you know it's, it's not easy. A lot was going on since the last time I worked, you know. We had to do a lot. We had to go a lot of places. I made some promises that I had to keep to my wife. And, 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 and so it was kind of scary, amen? It was kind of scary. And, 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 and even right now, and I stand here, you know, and God, throughout it all, I mean, it was looking, it's look, it looking kind of bad, to tell you the truth. But I'm not worried about it because I know the God that I serve, amen. I know, I know not to look at the situation, amen. I know not to look at the storms and, and, and know not to look at the waves, but to keep my eyes on Jesus, amen. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what reality tried to show me, I had to stand on what I know and not what I see. I had to stick by and keep my eyes on Jesus so that I can walk on his word. I know you thought Peter was walking on water. So that I can walk on his word when the waves and the storm is blowing, when the wind is moving. You got to keep your eyes on Jesus no matter what it looks like. Hallelujah. Yesterday, I was called by my job. They said, look, we're starting a new building. Can you come in? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm Big Daddy again. I'm saying, you know, I don't know. You guys can... <laughs> Really, I did do that now. <laughs> when you call me and confirm, then I'll see if I'm not doing nothing. I mean that, though. I really do. Bad as I want to go back to work. Uh, but God has been a provider through it all. God has been providing in ways that I never saw through it all. God has been providing over and above what I thought I needed through it all. God has been making it overflow so that I had more to do with what I wanted to do, not just what I needed. That's the God I serve, man. He, no matter what it looked like, I had to stand on what I know. Only way you can know is you got to study his word, amen? It's the only way. It's the only way it's going to work. You got to know his word. You got to stand on it. You got to trust in it, amen? And sometimes we like to take the reins. We got to give it to the Lord, amen? Jesus said, take my yoke. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. 
Every now and then, you know, I don't know if y'all know what a yoke is. A yoke is a, it's like a bridle, amen? But it's got two, two, two sides. One for one for oxen. One oxen on one side and an oxen on the other, amen? So when you get yoked up with Jesus, amen? See, Jesus tell you, just get in there. I carry the burden, amen? Jesus said, I got the heart lifting. All you got to do is follow me. All you got to do is follow me. And if you was from that time, amen, you would know what I was talking about. Because the oxen, when they yoked them up, they put an old oxen, an experienced oxen, a strong oxen with a weak oxen and a young oxen. The strong oxen is going to carry the weight. You know why? He's bigger and stronger. His neck is higher, so he's moving on. The young oxen got to keep his eyes on it and see what he's doing. Amen. The old oxen going to tell him when to slow down when we're going down the hill. And young oxen got, you know, they, they like to run. So they got to slow down. They're going to learn something. One day he might get old. One day. We got to get yoked up with the strong oxen. That's Jesus Christ. Amen. Let him carry the load for us. Amen. Let him grab us when it's hard. You know, sometimes you want to run and you got to walk. Sometimes you want to sit and you got to stand. Sometimes you want to get out of there and God says, Stand. Get yoked up. He's going to carry the burden. Stop trying to do it yourself. Amen. Looking like a fool. Amen. God is just that good. Amen. He says we can depend on us. Depend on him and he will guide us. Amen. He recognizes when we're lost. He recognizes when we're hurting. God pays attention to that. And he will be the provider. He will be the one that lights, be the light to your path and a lamp unto your feet. Amen. His word. Amen. That's what he gave us. He gave us his word so that no matter what we're going through, no matter what it looks like, we can trust him. We can trust him. No matter what we think is going to happen, it doesn't matter. Amen. I'm I'm, I'm, going to testify again about my wife. I like to talk about it because I like her. I do. I do. So, it was uh, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, uh, I had a good job, and this opportunity came up for me to change my careers. So, I talked to my wife, I said, you know what, uh, you know, this, this union thing is coming up, and they offer benefits and stuff like that, and uh, I said, but I got a good job, and I did, God knows I had a good job, they gave me keys to the place, Amen. I could set my own overtime, time, everything. It was unbelievable what it was, but I had reached the ceiling, amen? You got to know when you don't went as far as you can go, you can't take me no more. Well, this wife that I had, right, said, well, maybe you should do something. You know, I know this is big, I know this is scary, but maybe, maybe we, should, we, should, we should, you know, try that out. I said, but to do that, I got to leave my job. Yeah, 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 we just had a son. I mean, Malachi, he's 13 now. That's how I know it was 13 years ago. We just had him. She said, uh, she said, well, maybe you got, you got to leave your job if you want to join this union. And you know what the union offered me? I had to go to school. I didn't, they didn't have no work. It was, it wasn't a, <laughs> you know. So, I, you know, I, I prayed. I talked to God. I said, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have told my wife about that. Now she <laughs> talked about this union. <laughs> Amen. Because, you know, she was... She had, she had, she had uh, tried to direct me, you know, when they say, they say a woman tell you everything going to be all right, even when you know it ain't, it ain't good, amen. 
They'll tell you that. And you believe them and keep going and God blesses. Amen. That's how good God is. No matter what it looks like. And, and so, and so, and so I, I didn't trust her. I'm telling you the truth. I didn't trust her. I said, you know, she's crazy. I got a good job. <laughs> I went to the, I'm telling the truth. I'm telling them myself. I went to the church that we was going to and I called the pastor and the deacons and I called everybody. I said, we got to pray, man. My wife done lost her mind. <laughs> so we got together. We was praying, man. They was going on and on. And we went over the whole matter and everything. And, and I came home. I said, okay, honey, I'm going to do it. You know, and, and I didn't have no job, and, and I was going to school, and, and God was providing, and I was trusting him, and we didn't have no income in, coming in, but God was providing, I was trusting him, and God showed me men of God in the place, and God was providing, and I was trusting him, and I had insult to injury at the time, I had just bought a brand new truck, amen, brand new, all this money, I couldn't believe it, and God was providing, and I was trusting him, and my wife was praising God all the way, amen, and then eventually, I went to the union, I said, look, 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 I've been in this junior. Y'all said we're going to get some work. I ain't got no work. What am, what am I going to do? The guy said, well, why don't you ask me? Put me to work. That's the wife, a good wife. To find a wife, let me get this right, is to find a good thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all something. Because you married somebody and made your wife didn't mean you found you, you, you got a good thing. Because you met a woman. No, no. I'm going to tell you the truth. It's for real. Every woman ain't a wife. The word of God didn't say find a woman, marry her. No, where the God says, find a wife. You found a good thing, and I found a good thing. I found a good thing. I hate to get sidetracked on her, but that's easy for me to do. Amen. It's easy for me to do. <clears throat> so you see, Paul and Silas, after they had been, they cast a demon out of the woman, then her masters could make money off her no more. That was the problem. Her masters couldn't make money off her no more. But look, that's not what they said. They grabbed Paul and they brought him to the courts, throw him in the middle of Paul and Silas, and said, guess what? This guy right here is doing something all law- un- unlawful to our God. He's preaching something that is unlawful. They didn't say nothing about their money. It was- He's doing stuff that's unlawful to our God. He's preaching the stuff that, that just ain't right. They said, what? Blast- and-, and they threw him into prison. Not only did they throw him in the prison, they threw him in the prison of the prison. The hole. Anybody ever been in prison? Don't tell me. <laughs> There's a prison inside the prison. They call it the hole. Yeah, they threw him in the hole. And guess what? That just wasn't enough. I mean, when you look at the situation, it was rough to look at. I mean, it's easy for me to say, you know, don't let what you see <laughs> get in the way of what you know until they put you in the prison in the prison. Now you can't even see much. But that wasn't enough. They said when they put him in the prison, in the prison, they still bound his hands and his feet with fetters and chains. I said, well, I mean, they just took, I mean, I don't know. But they just took bad and made it worse. Bad and made it worse. But you can't let what you see get in the way of what you know. It says in, in his word that Paul and Silas, they start singing songs of Zion. They start singing hymns. They start praising God. They start praising God so much that the whole jailhouse started to sing and praise God. They said they had it rocking up in here. Amen. The way Encounter has it rocking up in here. They had it rocking up in there. Amen. You can't come in here and not be blessed. I'm telling you. Me and my wife, we came here following Genesis. She's beginning. 
they had a ministry for the youth, and, and they were doing things in the community, and, and we were looking for a church home, so we came here, okay? You know, we, we check it out, and then we start praising God, and we was praising God in here, amen? Amen? And that, and that was amazing, too, but that's just not enough. Then the pastor preached, and then the word of God came forth with power and might and fire, and I, I, I was changed on the inside, but that just wasn't enough. See, God know, he know the complicated guy I am, a real complicated, Amen? I'm real complicated. I go home, amen. I know they called me to be a pastor somewhere one time. I told them, you don't want me to be a pastor. I'd be going to throw everybody out of the church. Be me and my wife. <laughs> After a while, I'd be going to throw her out. And I say, Lord, I ain't good enough either. You, you take it. I told them, I just wasn't ready for it. So when you're going through, you just got to trust God and what he's doing. I told her, I, I throw her out. I throw her out. <laughs> they sing praises to the Lord. They rocked the house. I mean, they rocked the house. And it says that God inhabits the praises of his people. God inhabits the praises of his people. I mean, God says, I'm coming down with this praise, amen. I'm going to tell you how that happened. I ain't God or nothing, right? But I was sitting back in there in the study like the preacher's supposed to do, amen. Preacher's supposed to sit back in there in the study and they're supposed to go over the thing. They're supposed to pray. I'm praying, but it was out here praising. It was out here praying. I said, Tim, I got to go out there, man. He's like, well, uh, well uh, come on. And we come out, we come out praising, amen. We just about got to the door to the temp said, hold up, hold up. I said, what, man? They praising. He said, we didn't pray. I said, okay, okay, okay. The usher said, oh, we just saw y'all. Y'all didn't know. They, they didn't know what's going on. They didn't know what was going on. I was caught up. Caught up. And I got to get it together. Amen. I got to get it together. You know, talk about things. I'm an emotional guy about the goodness of God. You understand what I'm saying? Man, I just can't keep it in. It's got to pour out. If I can, It's like fire shut up in my bones, I guess. like I, I understand what Jeremiah was going through. I understand it. You got to get it out. And so when it was praising, it said it shook the whole earth. Shook the whole prison. That's how God would do. Amen. I know y'all probably say, you know, well, I didn't see no earth shattering, shaking moments. Amen. Let me tell you something. Anybody from the city in here? Anybody? From the city? Yeah. You ever been, you ever been to a row home party back in the day? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You ain't got to tell everybody, but I'm going to tell you, I, 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 was, I was there, amen? You might have to pay a quarter or 50 cent. They have a big jug of Kool-Aid in there. Kool-Aid. <laughs> now, I'm telling you, had a DJ in there, you had a big afro, you know what I mean? We rocking. And when you're rocking this, that's why, and I said all that to say this, when you're in the row home dancing, amen, the, the middle of the floor will bounce. You know what I mean? You ain't even got to know how to dance. All you got to do is walk. He was just bouncing. Amen. You can get that thing off, man. You can just be in the midst just a bouncing. See, and that's how they was praising in that prison. Everybody was in the midst, and it was just bouncing. Amen. Until it shook the foundations. They couldn't even get out of it. Amen. The gates wouldn't hold on. The chains had to let go. No matter what the situation looked like, they praised God until it was bouncing. Amen. Until they shook the foundation of the prison. No matter what you're going through. Amen. No matter what you got to get through. You stay focused on his word. I don't care what it looks like. No matter what it looks like, don't believe that more than what you see. They was bouncing. They shook the foundation. The foundation of what was binding them got shaken. The foundation 
of what was keeping them got shaken. The foundation of what was holding them got shaken. So much so that the doors had to open. The chains had to fall. Jesus Christ was showing off. Amen. But let me tell you, let me tell you, it gets better than the chains. And, and the fact gets better than that. See, when you know God's word, amen, when, you, when you're standing on his word, when you believe his word, no matter what your situation is, he can let you free of something. You can still be in the same situation. Are you free? You can still be in the same jail house, but you're free. You can still be in the same pain, but you're free. He said, who he set free, set free. was free, free indeed, who the son set free. No matter what you're going through, I don't care what it looks like. When God sets you free, you're free. Even though you don't see it right now, but you're free. Even though the doors and the chains were gone, amen, they stayed right there because they was having a hallelujah party. They saw the power of God. They didn't move yet. They didn't run out of the situation because God had a work to do. All because it looks ugly, amen, when God do something for you, you don't run. You stand. You stand and praise him anyhow. You stand and lift him up anyway. You show the people that's trying to harm you. This is the God I serve. This is why I praise him. This is why I'm standing on his word. I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to deal with what I know. I know his word. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go get to know his word. The God I serve is powerful. He's magnificent. If you stand on his word. The prison doors had opened, and, and y'all can sit down. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. They, they say I don't take long when I preach anyway. I don't, I, don't, I don't need to. Amen? It was done. God opened the doors. God set them free. Amen? But they didn't move. They was having such a good time in the Lord that the situation didn't mean nothing to them no more. They didn't move. See, when you're obedient, see, at first, Paul and Sunday ended up in the prison because they jumped ahead of God. Now they're in the prison, and God set them free, and they said, I ain't jumping no more. I'm just going to praise him. I'm going to bask in what he's done. You see, you understand, all because you go through something, and God gives you the victory, and you don't went through something that wasn't for you anyway. Oh. Everything that God brings you through is not for you. Somebody, somewhere, is standing there watching. Somebody, somewhere, them fell asleep. Somebody, somewhere, and got complacent in their situation. And you got to shake the foundation to wake them up. You got to shake the foundation to wake them up. You got to praise God through your storm so they can see that a storm is okay if you got Jesus Christ. You got to praise God with things looking ugly so that they can wake up and say, what's going on? The jailer woke up and said, oh, my God, the doors are open. They go, I got to kill myself. Everything looked bad. I know y'all thought it, was, thought it was about Paul and Silas. It's not. It was about the jailer. It was about him. The whole time it was about him. He would have killed himself if it wasn't Paul and Silas. He would have killed himself if he didn't stand up and speak the word. Do thyself no harm. See, when you got God on the inside, you can speak with authority that will make the jailer listen to you. You can speak with authority of God that's bigger than the authority of this world. You ain't got to worry about your boss. Says, you don't know the Jesus I serve, boss. You don't know him. If you got to know him, you know why I'm screaming and howling up here like a fool. Because I love the Lord. Amen. I love his power. Amen. I love what he does. Amen. And, and he drew out his sword, great killing himself. said, do thyself no harm. We are all here. 
And his word said he came in. He was shaking. He said, give me a light. I can't see. That's what he said. Amen. Some people in a dark place. Amen. And they know what's going on. They just don't know how to get there because they can't see. Because they don't have the light of the world in their heart. They don't have the word of God showing them their path and putting light on their feet. They don't have Jesus to show them the way. They don't know. They can't see the way. So they're looking at your light. And they see you in the midst of the darkness. Amen. He said, I got to see what's going on. Why they tell me don't kill myself? Why are they still here? I know you're looking at the situation. You said, Lord, it's ugly right now. I don't have a job, Lord. The bills ain't stopped. But why is the bills getting paid? Lord, I don't understand. My heart is hurting. But why am I still here, Lord? I don't understand, Father. The car wanted to break down, but it started up this morning too, Lord. God can do things you just don't understand. But he's doing it for your good and his glory. You're good in his glory. You're good in his glory. So the jailer, he said, what must I do to be saved? And not only did he get saved, but his whole family got saved. Not only. I know you think what you're going through is hurting you. You think what you're going through, you say, God, this is enough. Enough is enough. Enough. And God said, I need you to stand firm in what I give you. I need you to not look at the situation, but stay focused on me. I need you to stand firm on my word. I need you to let the light shine in your life so they can see me. Let us stand. Let us stand. I'm trying to tell you God is good. Amen. What God has for you, can't nobody take it away. Can't nobody change it. Amen. God wants to do a wonderful thing in your life. Amen. You don't have to be silent when you got God on the inside. You don't have to keep quiet when you're speaking the word of God. I know they tell you, you know, guess what? Guess what? Because I'm, I'm a preacher, amen, and people know me, like, from around. And, and every time they have an event, you know, they know I'm, I, I guess you won't believe this, but I'm a calm, cool, and collective guy most time. <laughs> when I get the word, there's a whole new thing going on. And they, and they say, well, they, they, they tell me, well, can you come and, and, and bless the food, amen? And, and I said, and I always say it every time. It happens all the time. I'm on the internet. You're going to know. I say, well, I know they don't want me to say Jesus, so this is going to be the last time I come here. Guess what? It's the last time I've been everywhere I go. So, I, <laughs> so I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus. I know where he brought me from. Amen? I know the power that he has. I know the authority that's in the name of Jesus. I know the power of Jesus Christ can make you look at your situation and say, you know, I'm not worried about that. I know what his word said. Amen. Said, I don't care how much I hurt, but I know what his word said. Even though I'm still in a hurting position, I know what his word said. Even though I, I, I feel as though I'm still bound up, but he said when he set me free, I'm free indeed. So I'm, I'm free. I don't have to run right now. Now you're wondering, what is this guy up there sweating for and crying for and screaming for? And you want to get a piece of what he's talking about. Amen. You want to know the difference between why am I up here shouting? You want to get to know Jesus as your Savior. You want to get his word on the inside of you. You have this opportunity right now to come up to the altar. If you